Welcome to the lesson of today. We are at lesson 46 and we are broadcasting that directly from the Cosmic Miracles International Healing Center. Welcome, welcome in the mind of Jesus Christ. Welcome in your own whole mind. Welcome and thank you for remembering who you are here in uh, the midst of our event. Love is a splendid thing. We are on the seventh day. So let's say together, God is the love in which I forgive. God is the love in which I forgive. What a great and glorious idea presented here in the workbook of the Cosmic Miracles on the 46th day of our practicing coming here within the series of the lessons, let's say 40 to 50 to an application that of course I'm in need of forgiveness and yet it is a completely impossible task to do that here and to do that on my own means and I'm already literally confronted in my mind by that lesson by that first sentence of that lesson that lets me know God doesn't forgive because he has never condemned so if God doesn't forgive because he has never condemned, the question is there, why would I need his love in order to forgive? And i be reminded in the practice that I can only forgive by applying his love. And that is really what we will spend a moment here together, also in the uh, instructions of that lesson. And those who are listening online, um, thank you for joining in for a moment and giving yourself that moment of applying here a message that comes from out of time and is really given you, is really given me. So interesting enough, it is also that first sentence of the lesson is repeated in the review lessons, which we will do in a moment. Those are then the lessons 51 to 60. And in that review, it's also stated that God doesn't forgive because he has never condemned. And uh, further down, it is clearly directed the mind that it is about accepting our innocence and recognize at last that there is nothing to forgive because it is all the same illusion I'm looking at. But that's like the paradox that exactly that's the reason why I need to forgive. And he says it very clearly in the next sentence, yet, yet forgiveness is the means 
by which I will recognize my innocence. And it is the reflection of God's love on earth, in time-space. And it will bring me near enough to heaven that the love of God can reach down to me and raise me up to him. And that is really the reason why I'm doing the workbook and why I'm here and why I'm sharing here those words given by Christ, mind Jesus Christ himself as <coughs> given in the words and instructions of that lesson 46. Um, just very practically remind us though the lesson will deal very particularly with persons and asking us to look at a list of persons whom, with whom I want to apply that idea of forgiveness. In the video for today, which we always share after that lesson and you are invited to watch online by accessing either acmi.com or themasterteacher.tv, the master teacher will express a personal experience of himself by saying that his first forgiveness experience happened in Nagasaki right after dropping the atom bomb in 1945. And he says that sharing the single problem and through forgiveness we are coming to experiencing that we are whole, that our mind is whole. And of course that one problem which is separation and separated us to recognize that we are whole and that is already basically my talk why forgiveness is needed. Now I could go into some personal stories like I'm just walking here into the house uh, setting up the broadcast and I'm just stepping out of my car and whoosh I'm uh, sitting, I'm basically taken out and, and, and uh, find myself on my path. And, and you know, it's, uh, actually I realized immediately though the first reaction is like a shoe and then, and then, wow, that's actually forgiveness because it kind of throws me out completely of an idea of a sequ sequential thinking. And that is what forgiveness does. It saves time, it collapses time, and it gets me out of thinking who I am here, what I am doing here, and what I am supposed to do here. And uh, I also noticed there was just last evening in that last uh, sharing we did here with the meditation and prayer, and then uh, there was a brother asking someone, could you please turn on the lights? And the lights are here just around the corner. And that brother turning on the lights, there are five possibilities to uh, five switches. And those lights that were needed was exactly chosen then as the fifth, the last possibility to turn on the switch <laughs> and uh, kind of we were smiling everyone <laughs> and starting to laugh <laughs> out of no reason but that's what immediately in my mind that's why I need forgiveness because I will be always shown something that seems to be uh, yeah the, the last resort or the last thing that I could expect or I wanted to see that would happen and it shows me that forgiveness is really that necessity that brings me then to communication because forgiveness not applied as something conceptual, there's something out there that had really gone wrong, but there's everything wrong in me having caused that to myself, right? Having done that to myself. And then Literally, whatever I have a list of persons to forgive, and that will be the invitation that Jesus will give us, we have to add on, God is the love in which I forgive myself. Now let's step in directly into the lesson for today. Lesson 46. God is the love 
in which I forgive. God does not forgive because he has never condemned. And there must be condemnation before forgiveness is necessary. Forgiveness is the great need of this world, but that is because it is a world of illusions. And already those sentences express everything what dreaming in time-space makes out. It's all about illusions. And because it's a world of illusions, it's because of making up illusions that forgiveness is the great need for myself in my mind. And there must be condemnation before forgiveness is necessary. And those who forgive are thus releasing themselves from illusions. You see, that will always be the question. Do I want to release myself from illusions? And only that yes I can give to myself will show me that my forgiveness is literally done for me by him and out of time-space through that love of God. Those who forgive are thus releasing themselves from illusions, while those who withhold forgiveness are binding themselves to them. And as you condemn only yourself, so do you forgive only yourself. I only forgive myself. Yet although God does not forgive, his love is nevertheless the basis of forgiveness. Although God does not forgive, his love is nevertheless the basis of forgiveness. It's the substratum, we could say. Fear condemns and love forgives. Forgiveness does, thus and thus what fear has produced, returning the mind to the awareness of God. Returning the mind to the awareness of God. For this reason, forgiveness can truly be called salvation. It is the means by which illusions disappear. It is the means by which illusions disappear. So all it takes is that choice, that decision, that willingness of mine to determine that I want to wake up from the dream. I want to be back with my Father in heaven. I want to go home. That's how we're expressing it. That illusions disappear. We are not leaving a certain place. We are leaving literally our own perception of a place that has never existed. And forgiveness offers us that experience of remembering that we are whole, exactly as God created us. So, wow, thank you. So let's go straight into the practice. Today's exercises require at least three full five-minute practice periods, as we had it also yesterday and the other days, and as many shorter ones as possible. Begin, begin the longer practice periods by repeating today's idea to yourself as usual. God is the love in which I forgive. I will just here first read what we will do and then we will take exactly those five minutes in order to practice it. Close your eyes as you do so and spend a minute. So begin the longer practice periods by repeating today's idea to yourself as usual. Second sentence. Then close your eyes as you do so and spend a minute or two in searching your mind for those whom you have not forgiven. So we will make a mind search 
and try to find as many persons whom we think we have not forgiven. It doesn't matter how much you have not forgiven them. You have forgiven them entirely or not at all. I really love that. And <laughs> he mentions that throughout the course several times, you know, in making aware it doesn't depend on me judging uh, how much I have not forgiven or how much I already have forgiven someone. It is a complete entire action of mind and it would be the same I mean I've forgiven them entirely or not at all it would be like somebody walks around uh, and uh, what should I use uh, like you if what is it called if you're expecting a baby a little bit pregnant, exactly. <laughs> if you're pregnant and you're walking around and you're telling your word, I'm only a little bit pregnant. <laughs> Everybody would immediately see how, how ridiculous such an expression is. And that's exactly the same on the level of forgiveness. You know, like a human being walks around here and says, yes, I have forgiven a little bit or I... I'm willing to forgive a little bit, but see, the entire forgiveness will also entirely release the mind from perception entirely. There will not be here a word to be seen. There will not be a seer as myself, a perceiver as myself. There will neither be an object of a word nor a so-called observer-subject. And that is, I think, the quantum experience what really forgiveness offers. And I'm just touching here a few ideas which we can, uh, we can uh, every moment, in every lesson, in every passage of the Course, uh, enter in and, yeah, really make uh, for ourselves in a complete experience of not being here in this world at all. Because that's really what forgiveness offers. It offers me, I'm not a recognition, I'm not really here at all. I'm not this, I'm not a body. I'm not part of a sequence here. I'm not hanging on the cross, blood smeared, you know. I mean, I was uh, listening today at the Christian uh, channel on the radio and <laughs> they have kind of nice music but it is still all about that Christ is hanging there on the cross and that would be seeing him in the demonstration of death and that, would, uh, that would be a representation of salvation and thank you Jesus Christ for this message of A Course in Miracles for finally having here clarity that this is about life eternal and not about a demonstration of death at all. This is about coming to a full recognition that we are not a body at all. There is only light, creative light, the love of God. Okay, so we will search our mind for those whom we have not forgiven. First paragraph, if you are doing the exercises well, you should have no difficulty in finding a number of people you have not forgiven. <laughs> so, you know, he knows that. Yes. You know, I might even sit there and, hmm, there's not really anybody specifically in my mind. But the more I actually give myself a moment, the more I look at it, the more I sit there, I noticed that already in the early morning, though there were first nobody really in my mind, but then they came in, you know, and the first persons came in were actually family members. You know? So whatever it is, give yourself a moment until really s those names are coming into your mind of whom you the number of people you have not forgiven. It is a safe rule that anyone you do not like is a suitable object. 
see that is not a little and not at all so just if you have an, a nice little back idea of making here a difference between liking and not liking that person is supposed to be on your list <laughs> mention each one by name you know and we might just here look around in the room you know <laughs> and, and, and then mention each one by name and say God is the love in which I forgive you and you name that person and the purpose of the first phase of today's practice period is to put you in a position to forgive yourself so we have first that projected images out there where, uh, with whom we are applying the lesson but it is really just the preparation that we are coming we are putting ourselves in a position to forgiving ourselves. After you have applied the idea to all those who have come to mind, then tell yourself, God is the love in which I forgive myself. And then devote the reminder of the practice period to adding related ideas as, God is the love with which I love myself. God is the love in which I am blessed. And we could add on, add on whatever comes in your mind. God is the love in which I am at peace. God is the love in which I recognize my happiness. God is the love in which I recognize my brother as myself. And so on and so forth. The form of the application may vary considerably but the central idea should not be lost sight of you might say for example I cannot be guilty because I am a son of God I cannot be guilty because I am a son of God I have already been forgiven I have already been forgiven no fear is possible in a mind beloved of God. No fear is possible in a mind beloved of God. There is no need to attack because love has forgiven me. There is no need to attack because love has forgiven me. And the practice period should end, however, with a repetition of today's idea as originally stated God is the love in which I forgive and the shorter practice periods may consist either of a repetition of the idea for today in the original or in a related form as you prefer be sure however to make more specific applications if they are needed and they will be needed at any time during the day when you become aware of any kind of negative reaction to anyone present or not beautifully expressed you know when you become aware of any kind any kind of negative reaction to anyone present or not present in that event then tell him silently God is the love in which I forgive you all right, so we're going to take now those five minutes. And again, remember how we, what we're going to do. We make first a mind searching for those persons with whom we haven't forgive, forgiven. Or even if we just think or remember that we don't like them and we apply the idea, God is the love in which I forgive you and you name the person. And then when you're finished with that naming it, you apply God is the love in which I forgive myself. And then we devote the reminder of that practice period by adding some qualities about God is the love with which we love ourselves, in which I'm blessed, in which I'm at peace, in which I recognize my happiness and so on and then some other ideas like examples that I cannot be guilty because I'm a son of God I have already been forgiven and
and uh, we end the practice by again repeating the original idea God is the love in which I forgive and here we go with a song in between as background
you're finishing slowly up. you see also how great it is to come to oh my god I'm forgiving myself and all that we looked at till now in that application of today's lesson hasn't yet really touched that I have to forgive myself for not seeing him as who he truly is, Christ on my side. And so all action of forgiveness here is also representing that what I was holding as a resentment and a grievance and gave me the reason to forgive was really the grievance against God, against Him who was always showing me and guiding me home. And in that willingness to forgive Him, that He actually is the one who offered me and offers me right now the return home and they speed up the collapse of time. And that is really, that completes forgiveness as an experience. And so, just to, I wasn't really clear about if I should add anything else onto that lesson because it is so full of ideas and we could speak of any aspect for hours. But somehow I was directed to grab this book here called How Simple the Solution. And those are discourses with Master Teacher. And if you're interested in, it's in English, it is available. And you can uh, find those in our page of the Miller's Communication Center, all those uh, books and devices of uh, transcripts you find also on the page the Master Teacher TV. And I just opened it randomly and came to that ninth chapter in that book, How Simple the Solution, and it, is, it has the title, Gift to Live. And those are very old dogs that the master teacher gave in God's country place. And I'm just giving here, because of course he, would, he will talk about forgiveness and God's love and what is really behind that, that makes me aware, why would I even need to forgive myself? And he talks about recognizing yourself as universal consciousness, which is a process of giving. And he says that I want to key in on that word giving, because the nature of a course in miracles is a process of forgiving. And you know, in English, that word forgiving, like which is forgiveness, the verb of forgiveness, is said together with the preposition 
for and giving, which is an indication that this all is over and you have, in fact, given before of yourself. And if salvation is the process of giving, we will use sentences like the only way to know you have something is by giving it away. And we are all aware of that sentence, right? But see, that was what we exactly were practicing because we are willing to give away illusions. We are willing to give away those grievances. And that is really what forgiveness is. Willing. So he talks about somebody who is showing up here, is coming here, participating. Yeah, it could be me, it could be anybody. And he says, while he is willing to give, the notation that charity or Christian love is the sharing of God. My declaration that the only way you can know God is to give love completely is very difficult for him because it involves, and here's the expression, a relinquishment of himself. And that is really what forgiveness offers, a relinquishment of myself, of all ideas about myself. Furthermore, about that necessity for forgiveness and forgiving myself. The relinquishment of ideas about yourself is only the relinquishment of what? Resentments. Jesus calls them grievances. Very simply, if you are a conglomerate of grievances or ideas of combat in association with yourself, you bring them from your past, from your past frame of reference, and base your reality on the grievance or the possibility that you can be harmed. Now, Here's where the valuable psychology is that you can only cause pain to yourself. All pain is self-inflicted. You do this but to yourself. And so we could apply that all illusionary thought is self-inflicted. I do that but to myself. You do that but to yourself regardless how tempted you are to believe there is something out there causing you a problem. <laughs> See how you can practice this? These are true statements. How does this work? This works simply because you're making an admission that you are the cause of it. And now you're bringing the solution to your apparent problem to where it can be resolved. And obviously, if the problem is outside of you, if you have a grievance against your brother, you hold him responsible for your actions. You respond to him by attacking or defending yourself from him. <laughs> Do you see how fundamental this is? I'm looking you right in the eye now, at your Holy Spirit eye, and I'm proclaiming to you, do not be defensive. Do not be defensive in your own mind relationships, and you will feel the miracle of the transformation that will occur in you. What an incredible, beautiful thing that is. You see, 
but you see how basic we are. I'm telling you to give up your grievances, to forgive, right? Do not be defensive in our own mind relationships. That is really the key. I love you. I will do anything in the universe for you because you are in my mind as whole things and you have instructed me within this framework of time to come to you from super time, he says. This is a cause in speeding up time and remind you that indeed we are reminiscing about this and that you and I never left heaven. There has to be an alternative to the construct of your mind and through the relinquishment of that concept, content, you can come to know the truth through love and forgiveness and giving, through detachment, through non-possession through non-possession, through detachment, through giving, through love and forgiveness. So I will just read once more the lesson to finish up here. Lesson 46. God is the love in which I forgive. God does not forgive because he has never condemned. And there must be condemnation before forgiveness is necessary. Forgiveness is the great need of this world. But that is because it is a world of illusions. Those who forgive are thus releasing themselves from illusions, while those who withhold forgiveness are binding themselves to them. As you condemn only yourself, so do you forgive only yourself. Yet although God does not forgive, his love is nevertheless the basis of forgiveness. Fear condemns and love forgives. Forgiveness thus undoes what fear has produced, returning the mind to awareness of God. For this reason, forgiveness can truly be called salvation. It is the means by which illusions disappear. So today's exercises require at least three full five-minute practice periods and as many shorter ones as possible. Begin the longer practice periods by repeating today's idea to yourself as usual. God is the love in which I forgive. Close your eyes as you do so and spend a minute or two in searching your mind for those whom you have not forgiven. It doesn't matter how much you have not forgiven them. You have forgiven them entirely or not at all. And if you're doing the exercises well, you should have no difficulty in finding a number of people you have not <laughs> forgiven. <laughs> it is a safe rule that anyone you do not like is a suitable object. <laughs> Mention each one by name and say, God is the love in which I forgive you, and then name the person. And the purpose of the first phase of today's practice period is to put you in a position to forgive yourself. 
after you have applied the idea to all those who have come to mind, tell yourself, God is the love in which I forgive myself. God is the love in which I forgive myself. And then devote the reminder of the practice period to adding related ideas such as God is the love with which I love myself. God is the love in which I am blessed. And whatever comes in your mind, God is the love in which I am at peace. God is the love in which I recognize you as myself. The form of the application may, may vary considerably, but the central idea should not be lost sight of. God is the love in which I forgive. And you may say, for example, I cannot be guilty because I am a son of God. I have already been forgiven. No fear is possible in a mind beloved of God. There is no need to attack because love has forgiven me. The practice period should end, however, with the repetition of today's idea as originally stated. God is the love in which I forgive. And the shorter practice periods may consist either of a repetition of the idea for today in the original or in a related form, as you prefer. Be sure, however, to make more specific applications if they are needed. They will be needed at any time during the day when you become aware of any kind of negative reaction to anyone, present or not. And in that event, tell him silently, God is the love in which I forgive you. God is the love in which I forgive you. So I wish you a wonderful, wonderful day in this application of this incredible idea. And thank you, God, for helping me and giving me that strength so that I can basically fulfill that task and experience that freedom, that liberation, that freeing my mind up from all sense of resentment, from all sense of separation. And with those blessings that we receive from heaven, we just say, thank you, I love you. And we will move then after that song into that video of today. Dear one, will do the next lessons, 46 to 50. And... Uh, Yes, you're just reminding, please join in any time in those classes during the day of that event we are finding ourselves and giving to ourselves this 11-day intensive. It is really an odyssey for those who are at last genuinely determined to experience the whole new reality of life eternal that is also the eternal love of God. Thank you and have a most, most wonderful day.
Listening to Voice from Heaven live in the Miracles Healing Center. Remember that God's voice speaks to you all through the day, that God goes with you wherever you go, and that God is the mind with which you think. God bless us, everyone.